Welcome back to another episode of the Carefree Black Girl Diaries, where we discuss various topics like pop culture, news, politics, and more. I am the host here, Shakira. Welcome to our Carefree family, and I have not given that intro in so long. I feel like I'm at home now. I feel like I'm at home. But welcome back, y'all. If you're already a member of our family, I've missed you. But now we're here for season two. Can you believe it? I can't. Personally, I can't, honestly. And if you are not, before we get started, if you're not already a member of our Carefree Black Girl Diaries family, go ahead and subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. It's free, and I promise it's one of the best decisions you will make today. Yeah, go ahead. We're waiting. All right. Thank you for subscribing. So now that we're back, I do feel like I owe you all two things. I owe you all an explanation and I also owe you all an apology because I always wanted this to be transparent. I always wanted this to be honest and I just feel like it's a space for us to grow together and I mean it's named diaries. Hello. So we're like you only write down things like secrets in your diary and things that you would confess to yourself but this is a space for all of us to be able to um just be very open and honest with ourselves so I'm going to be open and honest with you so where do I start yes this is season two but season one if you are a faithful subscriber here you probably noticed that season one ended very abruptly Um, There was really no season ending. I didn't say anything about a season ending. I just kind of like up and left after that last episode. And I don't even remember when it came out. Maybe it came out in September. I'm not really sure. But um, to be honest with you all, it ended like that because this was something that I was going to get ready to run from. Yes, I was about to run away from y'all, and I'm so sorry. That's why I owe y'all an apology, but I feel like when, and I think this applies to maybe a lot of people, when you feel like God has called you to do certain things, it can be a bit overwhelming. And what I mean by that is once you have accepted a calling or a will that God has set forth for you, you can sometimes choose to ignore it or act like you don't know it's there because now it's your responsibility. Now that you know that this is what you're supposed to be doing, there's no more thinking like, oh, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do with my life. You know, there is bliss in that ignorance. When people say ignorance is bliss, that is the truth. Not knowing something Um, it's just like, you can just, you feel like, I'll say this, you feel like you can live not knowing something, but once you know, and once God has made it completely clear, there's no more acting like you don't know. So it was revealed to me that this was what I was supposed to be doing, right? And I was like, oh, yep, nope, mm -mm, too much, too much. Once I started reading you all's messages and seeing the numbers climb, I think that's what did it, to be honest. Like, it was fine as long as the plays were in the low hundreds. And even the low thousands, once the low thousands started hitting. But once I saw the plays start hitting 
over 15,000, I'm like, okay, (laughs) I may be in over my head with this thing, but I had to realize that it's not about me and it's not about me being comfortable and it's not about me being inspired. I'm putting air quotes around the word inspired. It's not about that anymore. It's about what you all need to hear and the situations and things that you all are dealing with because I honestly feel like that's why we have this podcast because this is a space for all of us to be able to just come clean about things and realize a lot of things about ourselves and honestly be our best selves. That's the goal in life, honestly, to be the best, brightest, biggest version of yourself. So with that being said, um... I was running away from it, I'll be honest. And I, in the back of my mind, I was always like, yeah, I'll go back to it. I'm coming back. I'll make another episode. Um, we'll just call it season two, and we'll just jump back in it that way. And I kept putting it off. And I think God, God really has a funny way of getting you together. God is like that friend that takes no excuse, no matter what you say. Like, that's God in my life. And in the midst of me saying, yeah, I'll get back to it. Yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. So I felt like he was like, oh, you're saying all of that, but you're not doing anything and you're not following up with what I told you to do. So let me just kickstart you a little bit. And that's when my phone broke. (laughs) My phone broke last week. Um, My computer has been acting sketchy and I think he had to get my phone away from me because I was using my phone as a distraction and using my phone um to just keep me from doing what I was supposed to do which was this so then he separated me from my phone which meant separating me from social media um twitter instagram and all of that so there was nothing in my way anymore for me to pick up instead of doing what I was really supposed to be doing. So God just has a funny way of doing that. But with that being said, I want you all to take that as a lesson. When God tells you to do something, do it. You know, don't make it hard on yourself. Like me, having to send my phone off and maybe pay for it. Who knows? They haven't called me yet. I'm praying I don't have to. But just listen to him and be very, um, just be on the lookout to what he's saying. When you feel certain things, and you'll know when it's God. When you feel things, just listen to them and follow the direction of those feelings. Don't choose to ignore it. Don't choose to try to be ignorant and act like you don't know what he told you to do. Just do it, y'all. Trust me. Believe me on this one. So before we get started on today's topic, I do want to recap on three things. The first thing is I want to acknowledge a caller we had. Her name is Angela, and I'm going to let you listen to what she had to say. She called in on the episode about growth, which was the very last episode we had, and here is her message. Hello, um, so my name is Angela, and I just wanted to say that this podcast that you guys made uh, really sunk to me like it really got to me um because I could relate to it in such a personal level like right now I'm feeling like you know I'm repeating the same life the same day over and over and over and I feel like I'm not really progressing and 
you know, I'm worried about change. Um, but I think that the problem is that I need to be like the plant, as you said, a transplant myself and just, um, give myself more love for a change. And if I have to get myself out of my, the same environment I'm in or anything, then, uh, I have to do that. But thank you so much. This podcast was amazing, super helpful and God bless. Now, if you all do not know, you can call in too. You can use the Anchor app to call in and leave a message if you want it played here. And if you don't want it played here and you just want me to hear it, just say it in the message that you would rather it not be played, but you just wanted to call in and say, you know, whatever it is that you had to say. But you can call in too and you can download the Anchor app and search Carefree Black Girl Diaries to do that. And thank you for calling, Angela. And I just want to tell you, first of all, thank you for listening. And I'm so glad that the episode resonated with you. And also be aware that you are not alone. We're all going through a process of growth or we've all been through a process or of growth or will go through a process of growth at some point in our lives. And being comfortable in the process is not always what's going to happen. You know, you're going to feel uncomfortable. I have so many days where I feel like I'm living the same day over and over and over again, just like the episode of SpongeBob with Squidward, you know, where he's going to work, going to clarinet practice, cycling. Like, it's the same thing over and over again, but just don't stay there. Don't stay there. And that's my advice to all of you all. Like, grow during those days where you feel like, you're doing the same thing over and over again. Like, how can I just break out of this? Be able to use those days as days where you can look back and say, you know what? Even though I felt like I was on this treadmill where it was just going and going and going and I wasn't seeing any progress, I was growing those days as well. Just don't be stagnant in those times. So thank you, Angela, for calling. Thank you again. Now, secondly, I want to tell y'all, this is a little off topic, right? But I went and saw A Star is Born last week. And let me just say, I was very hesitant to go and see that movie because, I mean, I like Lady Gaga, but I was like, mm, I don't know if I want to see Lady Gaga in a movie. And I really wasn't sure who Bradley Cooper is. But let me tell y'all, that movie was so good oh it was so good if you have not seen it and if you're a sucker for romance if you really love music and I don't mean like you just listen to hip-hop or you just listen to rap music and you say that you love music and no I mean like if you just love music regardless of genre or regardless of artists definitely go see it just go see the movie I promise you will not regret it and the last thing we need to recap is tomorrow is a very important day for everyone who is a citizen of the United States. It is election day, November 6th. It's election day. Don't be one of those people who complains about laws and policies and complains about people that we have in office and complains and complains and complains. Do not be one of those people if you are also not going to be someone who votes, okay? I'm so tired of people saying, like, 
um, voting's not going to do anything, though. My vote doesn't count. Don't be one of those people, okay? If you are of voting age and if you are an American citizen and you have the eligibility to vote, go vote. There is no excuse anymore. Honestly, I mean, the time is up for us to make excuses for things and to say, oh, I just didn't feel like it or, oh, no, y'all know those people. Don't be that person. Go and vote. If you are in my home state of Florida, make sure, you know, I'm not telling you who to vote for, but uh, Andrew Gillum for governor. He will be our first black governor, and I truly do believe in what he stands for, and I truly do believe that he will try everything he can to implement the different policies that he wants to implement here. And I honestly feel like Ron DeSantis does not care anything about us. T there and also if you are in Georgia Stacey Abrams I believe in her as well she will be the first black female governor in the history of the United States I mean as many years as we have had the United States the first for us to say the first black anything to still be saying that in 2018 is just ridiculous to me and I mean that's just my opinion but I just I'm so overhearing the first black this and the first black that that just goes to show you how much this country just like places people of color in a box and you know this is not because I do have listeners who are not african-american and who are not people of color this is not you know shots towards you it's just like the god to honest truth like we just have to do better we have to get more people in offices and more people in positions who are not just white males and that's just the honest truth now with all of that being said let's hop into today's topic and today's topic is let's get real about self-love so I want you to think to yourself and I mean really think what does self-love mean to you just think about it I'll give you a few seconds Just to think. And I want you to keep that question in the back of your mind as we go through this topic today. I want you to keep thinking about what self-love means to you. Um, Even after this podcast is over, I want you to keep thinking about it. So to me, self-love means a number of things. And a few of them I'm not able to even place in words. But this year... I was on a journey of loving myself more and it wasn't something that I shared with people. I didn't tell people that I was working on self-love. I just wrote it in my journal, um, a journal that I started with my goals for 2018 and that was one of my goals. It literally says love on yourself more. Now I am one of those people who is extremely hard on myself and I can tend to get in my head a lot and live in my head, which is not healthy. It's not healthy at all because I never really cut myself a break or I never really give myself slack and I never really give myself credit for things. Even when I feel like I've accomplished something, a thought will immediately creep up in my mind like, but you didn't do this. Oh, but you could have did this. Oh, you did that for an hour but you could have did two more things to add to that. So I hardly ever celebrate 
my successes. And if I do celebrate them, it's very short-lived, very short-lived. But I've been working on that. And the point I'm at right now, granted, it's not the best that it could be, but it's a whole lot better than 2017. And we're going to talk about that today. And I'm going to share a little bit about my story and my journey with self-love. And hopefully it will be helpful to you. And maybe you may even be able to identify yourself in a few of the things that we talk about today. So I truly do believe that the first step in self-love is being able to forgive yourself for every mistake you've made. Um, It starts with not beating up on yourself about things that you did in the past, um, people that you decided to love, people you chose to let in your life. All of those things that you now see were maybe not the best thing for you. You have to be able to get past those things because if you live with them and if you're never able to forgive yourself for those things, you'll always retreat to that in the back of your mind and you'll always be like, oh, I should have never let such and such in my life or... I spent six months with him. Um, I could have been using that six months to do this. And that's life. It happens. But all of the steps along the way, those mistakes, I'm using air quotes around that, the things that we deem as mistakes are ultimately building blocks to get us to our better selves. I can honestly say in college, I was not a... What word do I want to use? Well, let me just say, in college, I chose to let some guys in my life who should not have been there. I'll be completely honest. They should not have been in my life at all. But I chose to let them in my life. I did. And I used to be at a point where I would constantly regret it and constantly, you know, just beat myself up like, oh, why did I waste my time with him? Because I'm the type of person when I like you, I really like you. And I will let things slide and then weeks will pass by and then months will pass by. And I've given you months and months of my time that I could have been loving on myself. And I place people before me so much and so often. And it's it's just something that I've really had to work on. But I was giving these guys months and months of my time, y'all, not just like two months, three months talking to these people, but months because I always felt like, oh, he'll come around. Oh, he'll get his act together. But when you choose to be blinded by situations and stay in situationships and this is not just about men or women you know it could be friendships as well when you choose to stay in relationship with people who are not giving you as much of themselves as you are giving pieces of yourself to them let it go you have to choose you before anyone else and I know it's hard for black women it is so hard for us because I feel like we're instilled at a very early age to put other people before ourselves to put co-workers before ourselves to put children before ourselves to put our parents I mean that one's debatable (laughs) but you know parents before yourselves to put your friends before yourselves to put your mates before yourselves 
And at some point, we have to wake up, you know, as a community of black women and say, you know what, it's time up for that. It is time up for us putting every single last person before ourselves. We're literally the last person on our list. And that's why I feel like black women, we deal with a lot of health issues and we deal with mental things that we never really get to talk about because we always have to be the strong people for everyone else. But who's going to be strong for us? But I'm almost getting on my soapbox. Back to the relationships with people. I had to reach a point, and it wasn't until it got really bad, I mean really bad, that I had to choose myself where I had to say enough is enough. You know, I'm over this. Obviously, he doesn't care. Obviously, he doesn't, you know, deem me as um, being worthy of his love or worthy of his affection. And now I have to choose me. And I wish, I do wish I would have seen that earlier, but I'm so glad that I saw it. Even though it took months, you know, for me to see it, that is a revelation of self-love that I had to choose me before any other guy you know in my life and now I'm at a point where I just love me so much now that a guy for one is the last thing on my mind but for two he will have to be adding to my life more than he's taking away like you have to be loving on me as much as I'm loving on you like I'm not settling anymore for could be's or maybe's maybe he'll come around maybe he'll treat me like this maybe one day he'll wake up no I just can't anymore because I love myself too much so choosing to forgive yourself for those mistakes or those people that you spent time with or those people who did you wrong even friends who did you wrong friends who talked about you friends who showed their true colors later on choosing to forgive yourself for that Because you're human. You make mistakes. Sometimes we're not great judges of character. You know, I'm not always a great judge of character, obviously. So being able to forgive yourself is the first step. And letting it go, forgiving yourself, and never looking back at that. Never letting yourself slip back into that same mentality where you sit down and you start brooding like, Oh, I wish I never did that. Oh, what would my life be like if I never met her or him? Let that go. Cut it out. Don't beat yourself up about it. And then I think the second part of learning to fall into this self-love, you know, kind of mentality and loving yourself more is to not always try to live up to people's expectation of who they want you to be. So by that, I mean, people, I read a quote and it said that everyone has a different version of you that lives inside their head. And when I read it, I was like, it made me think like who I am to my mom is not the same as who Shakira is to my dad. And it's not the same as who Shakira is to my brothers. And it's not the same as who Shakira is to my friends. So Everyone has a different version of who I am. And I think sometimes when you are in conversation with these people, you become that version of who they think you are. So 
I wasn't the same when I was talking to my mom or when I was talking to my friend or when I was talking to my dad or when I was talking to my teachers. And isn't it exhausting trying to keep up with all of these different versions of who people think you are instead of just being who you are, just being that person with everyone? I was just over it and I was so tired of it. And once a lot of people started seeing the same version of me across the board where I was just Shakira and not adjusting to people's version of me. It was hard because some people would be like, oh, you, you're a little different. And especially when you start saying no to people, you will start seeing people's true colors when you say no to things. And that's the part of self-love as well. Choosing to say no to things that you don't want to do or things that don't align with you or things you just don't feel like doing. And for me, um, I'm still working on that. I am still working on that, being able to say no. That's another thing as black women, I think we fall into that, um, just saying yes to everything, even when we don't feel like it, we just have to say yes, because we're afraid of what people may think or how people may feel, even though you're torn up on the inside, but we're always thinking about other people's feelings when it comes to things, but sometimes you have to put yourself first. If you don't feel like doing it, and I don't mean like not taking out the trash or something like that I mean like when people would just put my name down on programs and say oh Shakira will do this I know Shakira will do this people would literally do that y'all people still do that and just put my name down for things and then they come and tell me afterwards and say oh yeah we put you down for this oh yeah will you do it well I mean I would have appreciated if you asked me first but yeah, I'll do it. Now, I don't do that anymore. If I don't feel like doing something, I will say, I'm sorry. No, I can't. Or no, how about such and such do? Or how about I find someone to help you with that project? Um, I stopped because I was just like falling behind on so many things that I needed to do and wanted to do because I was putting everyone else before me. And you owe it to yourself to be able to say no. You owe it to yourself to be able to just choose you before any and everyone and everything else. So it's hard sometimes. And sometimes to other people on the outside looking in, self-love looks selfish. And they will confuse your self-love with selfishness. But don't let people trap you into that and don't make let people make you feel like you're being selfish by saying no and choosing you that's not selfish that's self-care in my head (laughs) that's like self-love all of that all of the above but people will see you loving on yourself and they will see you putting yourself before their needs and their wants and things that they want you to do for them and if you're not careful they'll make you feel like you're wrong for choosing you but I'm telling you today that you are not wrong I'm not saying that you have to shoot down everything people ask you for and I'm not saying that you just need to say nope 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 not doing it not doing it to everything that occurs in your life 
But I am saying if you are feeling overwhelmed or if you're feeling stressed or if you have things that you need to focus on that are more important than what other people want or what other people may say they need from you, choose you first. And there's absolutely positively nothing wrong with that. And once you worked on that self-love mentally, you need to work on it on the outside as well, especially as women. Every, I mean, I feel like since the dawn of time, we've compared ourselves with other women. We feel like we're too thin or we feel like we're too fat. We feel like, oh, what if my hair was a little longer? What if my hair was shorter? What if my eyes were a little smaller? What if my nose was smaller? What if my lips were a little bit bigger? What if my mouth was more pouty? It's all these thoughts that run through our mind each and every day, um, just that we've become accustomed to we're used to it now but now I'm at a point where when I feel myself slipping into that instantly I try to catch the thoughts I never let the thoughts linger too long and I know it's especially hard in this age of social media because we follow so many people on Instagram and we see so many people on Twitter or Snapchat or Pinterest or Facebook And we see portions of their lives. We see what they want us to see. I mean, social media ultimately is everyone's edited version of themselves. But as women, we will see things, you know, what we feel as physical attractiveness of other people. And we may want that and we start comparing ourselves to those people. But it's just not healthy and it's just not worth your time. I just think that the amount of time we spend comparing ourselves to other women, we could be spending loving every inch of ourselves. I read a quote. Y'all probably get tired of me saying I read quotes, but I'm always reading something every day. But I read a quote and it was on BuzzFeed and it was a lady, it was older women giving advice to women in their 20s. What advice would they give them? And I will never forget one of them. The lady said, I wish that I spent more time in my 20s loving my body. And she was saying now that she's gotten older, she really wished that she could go back to that woman or the girl that she was in her 20s and the same things that she hated in her 20s she would have loved about herself. And it just really made me think, you know, a lot of times I'm like, oh, I'm so small. And a lot of times, To be honest, y'all, it's not me looking in the mirror and saying, oh, I'm so small. I'm saying that because I've heard that my entire life from my family. I've heard that from my friends. I've heard that from people that don't even know me who see me in the store and they're like, oh, you're so skinny. Or people that are like, do you eat? Have you eaten today? Huh? Put some more on your plate. And those things really do take a toll on your psyche and they stick with you for life. They will stick with you forever. And I always felt like, oh, if I was just a little bigger, oh, maybe this, maybe that. And I've had men, guys who I didn't even like, who I didn't even ask their opinion, who had said like, oh, you would be bad if you was a little thicker. Like I asked, like I asked you, I didn't ask you. 
But those things stuck with me for years and they still creep into my mind a lot of times. But now I'm at a point where I just want to love my body. Like I want to embrace my body for all that it is, whether it's small, whether it's big and you should do the same. And it may sound extreme, but even little things on your body have a counter thought for things, negative things that you think. So I have big hands. And when I look at my hands and I'm like, or I feel insecure about my hands and I start thinking, oh, I have big hands. I fight back that thought with the better to play piano with because I play piano and I'm like, oh, yeah, they're better for playing piano or yeah, I can carry more with my hands because they're bigger or I'm grateful that I have hands. There are people who don't have hands. So why would I be so negative with myself? Because if I lost a hand today, I would wish I had this big hand, you know? So think about those things, whatever it is on your body that you're insecure about. And not to say that, you know, if you absolutely cannot live with something, change it. If you don't like the way you're built, you can go to the gym. You can work out. You can do what you have to do. But I will say if you're not comfortable with yourself and you're always finding things that you want to change, You'll never, ever, ever be accepting of who you are wholly and fully. So don't compare yourself to people you see in videos. I mean, do people watch music videos? I guess not music videos, but people you see on YouTube tutorials or, you know, these YouTube videos or people you see on your Instagram explore page because you're uniquely you. There's no one else in the world who looks like you. And that is your greatest gift. There's no one who is like you. You are just one unique creature, one unique being. And there's nothing that anyone else can add to this world that you were destined to do. And that's your gift. So let's get real about it. Self-love is not just You know, saying, oh, I love myself. Oh, I'm beautiful. No, self-love is identifying things about yourself that you may not be comfortable with or things that you may not really want to think about. But being able to dissect different thoughts and understand where they come from, where the root of them lives, being able to pluck those roots if you need to, or being able to counter those negative thoughts that you're feeling. So being able to forgive yourself and forgive yourself for mistakes you've made, people that you chose to let into your life, people that hurt you, you have to let it go. You have to forgive yourself. Let those people go. Let those thoughts go. And don't retain them. Don't keep going back to them and reliving them over and over and over again. It's just like torture for yourself. And also be selfish with your time. Be selfish with yourself. And don't let people make you feel like you have to put them before yourself. Because at the end of the day, People are going to choose themselves before they choose you. So don't let people trick you into thinking that they'll choose you. You know, if it was do or die and they had to choose themselves or you, they're going to choose themselves. So you do the same. As black women, we have to start doing that. We can choose to care for each other and we can choose to help each other. But also remember to take care of yourself and put yourself first. And lastly, those physical things about yourself that you always feel like you want to change or things that you feel like you're insecure about, we have to work on those insecurities. We have to understand where they are coming from, 
what did someone say to you one day that made you feel like your nose was too big or feel like your lips were too big or your eyes were too small or your hair was too short? And you have to be able to identify those things because sometimes they do come from within or they do come from us seeing other people and just comparing ourselves to them. But a lot of times, I will say 90% of the time, those thoughts come from other people placing their insecurities on us. And we cannot live with other people's insecurities of themselves. If people feel bad about themselves, they will want other people to feel bad about themselves as well. Misery loves company. That's where that phrase comes from. And when people made me feel bad about myself when I was younger in elementary school, middle school, high school, college, I had to realize, and I've gotten older now, but I had to realize that a lot of it was from their own insecurities. And they placed those things on me because they wanted company. And I don't know about you, but I am done giving people company in their insecurities. I just want to love on myself and really embrace my body for all that she is because Right now, I'm as young as I'm ever going to be. Tomorrow, I'm going to be a day older. And you just never know. Like, as you get older, things start changing. Things start getting a little saggy. You start moving a little slower. So, I just want to love my body for all that she is right now. And I really hope that you choose to do the same. So, as we close, I want you to grab a piece of paper or grab a journal, anything that you have close by you, or pull up the notes in your phone, the notes app, and I want you to write down what self-love means to you. And that can be whatever it is. You know, everybody's version of self-love looks different, it sounds different, and it feels different. There is no right or wrong version of self-love. So, anything that you've heard here that may have resonated you, resonated with you you can write that and if not think about what it means to you and write that down and I want you to put it in a place where you can easily access it because I want you to look at it if not every day every other day or every week I want you to be able to look back at that piece of paper and really try to be in alignment with it and start loving yourself start falling into a pattern of self-love And just being completely and totally accepting of who you are um, and who God made you to be because there's nobody like you. Nobody like you. Now, two of my favorite self-care slash self-love songs, one of them is by India Ari, and the name of the song is Private Party, and then the other self-love song I love is called Save Myself, and it's by Ed Sheeran. So if you all have the opportunity, um, go and listen to those two songs. I'll add them to the Carefree Black Girls playlist which is on Spotify. So if you follow that playlist, you can go and listen to the songs on there. But yeah, check those songs out. Those are two songs that I listen to um, when I feel like I'm starting to slip back into that or I'm starting to feel down in the dumps. You can go listen to those as well. Now, as we close, I want you to be reminded that you can follow us on Instagram at Carefree Black Girl Diaries. That's where we hang out when we're not here on the podcast. And now we have a schedule. We are going to have a new episode every Monday. Every Monday. Some of you all should be excited because at first I didn't have a schedule. And it was just like whenever an episode pops up, that's when it pops up. But now we're on a strict schedule we're here every monday so make sure you're subscribed and follow us on instagram because you can stay up to date that way as well don't forget to stay black
and carefree. And we'll see you next time on the next episode of the Carefree Black Girl Diaries. Bye, guys.